Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Oluwani Femi. I'm Chungwes. And I'm Polo. <laughs> <laughs> you people, you don't know you, what's going you, you on. You always start with something, then end with something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool, it's cool. Nice one. Hmm? Well done. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Your people are having issues in South Africa. Hope you know. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, so it's an update from, you know, uh, the old CFTC commodities, futures, trading. Uh, uh, you want him to start explaining again? Just for we we'll link to that true, true. episode of the podcast. All right, all right. Yeah. So, um, if you are a regular listener of the Tech Point Africa podcast, uh, you would have heard during um, the episode where we discussed um, the crypto scam, the 1.7 billion dollar crypto scam that happened in South Africa through a company called MTI Mirror Trading International. The whole thing was run by an individual in South Africa known as um, Steinberg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the it, it happened a while ago, actually, around uh, 2021. So the CFTC, that's the Commodities Futures Trading. Yeah, what do they want now? Yeah. Yeah, they caught, they saw that there were a number of mm-hmm. uh, USA, like people okay. from the USA there. And okay. now... That they've caught the guy. Mm. Some South African regulators are now um, they are taxing the liquidators, the liquidators of the old scam, and then they are taxing them about fifty-three million dollars out of. Well, you the say it's illegal. Why are they taxing? Out of no, the liquidators of people MTI, that are people that liquidated F, uh, F, um, MTI. Okay. So those liquidators are the people that were actually able to that are able to recover some amount of money from the scam. <laughs> yeah. So they recovered. So the liquidators recovered, I think, sixty something million dollars, and okay. then no, they are taxing. They are taxing them after all the about suffering. fifty something million dollars. After all they are suffering. <laughs> yes. And they will find me. They will not see me. Yeah. So it is looking now. If you are a victim of that scam. You might not see one naira. <laughs> I said naira. One dollar out mm. of the other. Nice one, nice one. Your people are doing well, right? They are doing well. And they, you know, but they are trying we played it last week that the amount of fraud done with crypto. Yeah, yeah. Crypto fraud is negligible compared to the OGs, banks, fintechs, all of them. So let's cut them some slack. Wait, you say let's hear what? You don't believe? I believe. But I mean, why would you be comparing a a mode of transaction that has been existing for a, a thousand years to something that is barely 10 years. Jim Gazim is beefing us. No, it, no, but... No, the, no give the, the their reputation. The, the report is done usually on an annual basis. Le- mm. So this is how much was done in 2021. People have had a thousand years to perfect the art of laundering this, this, money. This is what Jim Gazim is trying to say. Jim Gazim is saying they are still scammers. It's just that the thing is new. Yeah. That's why you people are okay. So they're they not catching them yet. Exactly. Of course, I mean oh. he keeps on talking about the market cap of Bitcoin being or cryptocurrencies being what so low in billions of dollars, whereas regular um, regular currencies are like trillions of dollars. You can't be comparing it now. So maybe when you get to that level, you can we'll now see. Of course, you guys are going. Don't worry. We'll be doing more scams. Sorry. You say we, right? No, I'm mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So let's disassociate ourselves from you if you are. But yes. Yeah, but. Disclaimer. So, disclaimer, but yeah, as long as you are not part of them 
and you're covering it uh um, we'll see keep dragging you of course but in our mind of mind we can still trust you small okay. very Good. small yeah so there, there are lots of interesting things to talk about today and before we go let's talk about tema elevate for over a month i kept shouting on this podcast tema elevate 1.0 i find any story like this i will find a way to enter tema elevate <laughs> you did your best yes you did it. so and uh, the, how the, was it? The event happened this last Saturday, and it was an awesome one. Awesome in the in the sense that you get a lot of information that you would have overlooked, right? Um, the so I, I want to paint a scenario, right? Say you're a growth expert in a company, and then you notice that people that signed up on your platform didn't go past the input your password stage. Mm. So they, you just notice that there is a large number of... What would be the first thing that will come to your mind? You've just been wondering, you might wonder what is the difficulty they are facing, right? Mm. Now, if you have... If you add a very good communication framework you'll be able to plug in something that we send those people a mail or a message immediately and say, have you put in your password? Are you finding it difficult to get your password to go through? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have one, you just count it as, well, they can't, they can't get in and they can't get in. Mm -hmm. But if you, what we discussed in that, in that event is how to properly communicate with your customers so such that you would be able to keep them we spend we see companies have large budget for marketing these days to get those customers and what do mm. you do with them you mm. just get them and then they go down the drain they mm. go out the same way no, they, came they don't with. go down the drain they <laughs> enter investor pitch decks and use it to raise nest funds mm. no they don't yeah. let us go to that <laughs> <laughs> let's let, let's let, let's so let's say we are we are talking about a company that's concerned about conversion Right, <laughs> so you got your customers. How do you keep them? That was like the basis of what we discussed that day. And Temai, the um, the owner of that event, is a communication technology startup. Right, they help you to set up a a a, a communication framework that send even to the thoughtless message to your customer. Say they want to um, they want to pay on your platform now and they just see they just see like a padlock. You are sending it send, sending them a message that your your money is safe or your pin is safe or your card details are safe. Right. So I I, I was opportunity to I was opportuned to moderate a panel session that day with four before experts, right in in the tech ecosystem, they are like they are they are, they are startups use Temai technologies, use okay. Temai infrastructure. We talked to the CEO of and founder of Enterscale, Tony Dada, who runs a startup that helps businesses to get to ideate, to push out the message of whatever they are offering, and helps them to retain their customers. Then we spoke with. I spoke with Frederick Adams, who is the co-founder and chief product officer of Bankly, Bankly.ng. Toby Amira was also on the panel, who is the CEO of Team Apt, Kika Osiagu from 
Paystack, wow. and Babajide Durosholad, who is general manager of M Copa. And we discussed. That was a loaded panel. It mm-hmm. was, it was. And I was surprised that they they were able to express themselves to the full, talking about which communication model a company should adopt and how one solution cannot work for every problem. Sometimes mm. silence works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes openness works. Sometimes you just have to 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 keep back some information. So it was a very, very exciting panel session. And that mm. was not even the only thing that happened so let me stop during that so event. So that we don't do the whole panel session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving away from the panel session okay. now. Right. There was another fireside session where um, Ogenerem... Oh my God! I just want to be formal. So Onome, Onome was the one that do that <laughs> that fireside. <laughs> on, Onome is out of the frame now. <laughs> she's shaking her head vehemently. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. With the CTO, she spoke with the CTO of Temai, talking about their infrastructure and what plans. COO rather of Temai, they talked about their infrastructure and what plans they have. They this 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 startup has huge plans so we are going to link to the to the um recorded version of the event it's a very it was a very short one but loaded and you might have missed it but then you didn't miss it (laughs) i would have loved you were there but now that you were not there, I would love that you watch this video and learn something. Whether you're a small business or now you have a startup that that sells B two B or B two C, there's a lot to learn from it. Sincerely, and mm-hmm. let me just stop there. I'm so excited about this, Thank but you. let me stop. Thank you. Yeah, and, and in case you're wondering, what is Temai or who Temai is? So they've you, that. In the tech ecosystem, I would say that one of the major epitomes of building in silence, hmm. they've been building a very, very massive company behind the scenes. And so let's say those of you using as platforms like SendGrid, you, many, many foreign platforms to handle your communications on WhatsApp, hmm. on emails and all of that. Temai helps you handle all of that. And mm-hmm. they have local context. So I think exactly. theirs is way better mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. understand it is paining us mm-hmm. because they've been in our shoes as Nigerians, as Africans, right? And that's so, one of their peculiarities. Good. They understand the African market and they communicate it as it is. Exactly. So, yeah, I think you should check out that video and actually check out the Temai platform. I think if you're a growth expert, a marketing expert, a customer support specialist, mm-hmm. you should have something or the other to, uh, you should tap something, tap Irema from. Can I still say something? <laughs> You want us to do the whole event in this no, podcast? Okay, go ahead. What did you want to say? What was the topic? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, topic no, no. of what you wanted to say. Okay. The topic <laughs> is there are other departments that you would have to build to have a stellar communication. Okay, um, can you list them for us? Your customer your customer representative okay. department. Very important. It's Most very Nigerian important. companies, especially fintechs. Right. I'm looking at you. Right. I'm looking at you. It has, it has to be strong. Fintech right. that shall not be named. Then your mm. operations has to be strong. Operations, okay. Your operations has to be strong. Then one, one other department is the data department. Okay. They must be able to make use of all the feedback that your communication brings to you. Mm. And it will help them to take it back to that infrastructure so that you can save them perfectly but that is not all you will find the remaining <laughs> in the video are you sure you've not given us everything here yeah no, no. So there's still more there's still more <laughs> are you kidding me i think okay. something was loaded can, can you guys hear that there's still more good so that's that's an interesting one and um yes so that's 
Okay. Thank you very much for <laughs> listening to us to this point. We are about to start a whole round of uh, bands because of them I bought. The other things that deserve bands yep. in this uh, podcast today. For instance, I'm hearing Amazon wants to leave South Africa. There's a certain project in South Africa in Cape Town for instance that made it it was really really interesting and I'm really really surprised that they are trying to pull out what's going on there. So it's not like they're trying to pull out. It's just um, they are having a lot of, uh, let's say, obstacles in their way. So the Amazon Development Center has been scheduled to be, uh, to be built for like a couple of months now, since early in the year. But um, the piece of land where it's supposed to be built is... Oh, yes. They are, they are facing issues from First Nations people who are saying this is sacred land. Mm. and you can't view there so basically <laughs> first nations people are like the first inhabitants of a place so in south africa's case um, i'm not very sure of who the first nation people are in that specific region but it's most likely going to be the Khoi's and the Khoisans. like those are like the first earliest settlers in south africa so they're saying this is sacred land you can't build here and amazon is like okay fine um this is dragging on so it's been dragging f- um for this is july right it's been dragging since like march or so they've been going to court do not the back and forth so mm. it's getting quite frustrating they they had already scheduled to start building a long time ago so with all of this they are now uh, so the reports are that they are getting fed up but right now it's looking like the developer is going to be the one who bears the brunt of all of this because amazon has already gotten into an agreement with them and if they pull out, they may have to start an entirely new process. And I'm assuming this um, developer has like put in a lot of money into all of this. So we it's going to... Of bronze payments from Amazon. Well, we, we don't... Because they've not done much. Hmm. They've not done much. It's possible they've not. But they've also probably tried to expand their team in order, maybe hire a few more people in anticipation of all of this. So... Hmm. Our sentiment in Africa. It's, uh, not, it's not just Africa. It's it's is is a global thing. issue. Yes. So when you're building on certain lands, you will you need to go do a whole lot of consultations mm-hmm. just to build on those places. So let's say you're in the US and you're building in building on land that is um, originally or was originally inhabited by let's say the American Indians. If they have a lot of them, even if they are not even a lot, but if there are a few of them that are interested, they could frustrate that uh, that process. So if you don't compensate them and make them either make them understand that okay, this is going for to be beneficial group. for everyone, then it's it probably that project will probably not go ahead. So mm-hmm. okay, uh, so I was thinking the issue was no, you can't build there. So if mm-hmm. it's a matter of compensating or reaching agreement with that with them mm-hmm. even if it's like a royalty <laughs> every that's that's a bit true yeah, royalty. so uh, i okay so i don't have first-hand confirmation of this but Shoprite, for instance struggled to come enter benin edo state benin city mm-hmm. because some of the lands that they wanted to use mm-hmm. yeah. was also having this kind of dispute mm-hmm. so and up until Shoprite started having issues in the in Nigeria, I don't think they were able to resolve that. So mm. it's not quite easy to resolve issues like that. Mm. So 
Amazon already has already launched its uh, its uh, AWS is uh, its cloud services. Yes, I don't know cloud. AWS enters my mouth before cloud. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's has been able to launch its cloud services in South Africa, and this building is supposed to be like the original HQ mm-hmm. in Africa. So another land could be the option. A competition mm-hmm. could be the option, mm-hmm. or if the government is really interested in having a behemoth mm. like Amazon in that place, which mm-hmm. will provide aggressive competition for a company like Take a Lot, which is mm-hmm. like uh, one of South Africa's main e-commerce provider. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be mm-hmm. something that say, oh, whoever is a relevant stakeholder in this, we were to address. But so far so good. Things don't always work out like that. I mean, it's always very difficult. Once you start contesting this land issue, even if you continue to land build by the time you are, you've completed it, something else will come up. They'll tell you you can't enter. Right. Land, land is so dicey in Africa. A very funny situation like that that happened between my school and the indigenous okay. of the town. Mm. But it was a lot more funnier than that. <laughs> Anywhere the school puts, this land is owned by those indigenous. They will remove it. No, they will come and carry their own sign, put it beside it. This land is owned by It was really hilarious. Yeah. So, so I hope they sort it out because it's Amazon. And so? Uh, so? No, I get the. Nobody really said, cares wait, you. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I get, mm. I get the. Is animosity the right word to use the between sentiment. countries and big tech trying mm. to come and take their market? I get the sentiment, right? But these big tech companies will keep coming. They will keep coming. And you can keep frustrating them. But why will you frustrate them? We understand. If it's in your interest, why not? We are talking about your interest. Are you mm-hmm. telling me that what they are providing, despite all the things that are involved, are, are you that are involved, that you feel they are cheating you of whatever it mm-hmm. is, maybe it's your talent or anything? Mm. Are they not giving value? So you're giving value, and this morning I stumbled on a tweet. So the person was just kind of casting a, a casting his mind back on when Amazon. Like when everybody was getting to a place like Kenya, mm-hmm. I wrote an article about it, about how the Kenya entrepreneurs are like, yes, this is good, mm-hmm. but we are going to suffer to retain our talent. That's the truth. So do you want a few tech giants? And the truth is, tech giants are good, but it's always the smaller businesses that sustain any economy, anywhere. But then, this talent that you are holding on to their neck, if they mm. want to go, they will go. Remote work is all yes, about the place. if they want to go, they will go. But yes, there's remote work. But yes, when they come, um, with these guys, you really can't compete on compensation. And mm-hmm. you saw what happened with Amazon in Nigeria, where they're now offering to relocate them. To Ireland. Nobody can come. No African company can compete, can with, compete that. with that. So maybe okay. I, I was reading something where no someone African said, yeah. no African company, Are really. Flutter with candy. How many yeah. of how many you stuff know, do you want be, to read? Remember the with a flutter with just came now. Mm. They are OG companies. <laughs> Man, it's going to be hard because I was reading something. Yeah, I think KPMG said. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure it's verified though. But someone was like, KPMG has like built a department in Canada. So they tell you, see, uh, you won't say you should not leave, oh, but when you get there, you can keep on doing the work you're doing in Nigeria. Mm. So this is KPMG. They have decades of experience operating mm, in Nigeria, yeah, and the they have to resort to this. Mm. What does my two? What hope does my two-year-old startup have? I think we should just end with this. Just 
the fact that sentiment is there is, sentiment. is, is just there. Yes. But it doesn't mean they don't offer value. And whether mm-hmm. they are yeah. there or not, so they, they whether might, they are there they, or not, what will happen They might offer value, happen? but these days, it seems big tech... <laughs> okay, so still on big tech, right? In Africa, we're having they're having significant impact, right? And this is what happens when a company is so big and... Okay, have you... How do you feel when a very very huge truck passes by you? Let's say tanker wave. Spits by me, right? Spits by me. Spits by. The breeze we shake like. In Nigeria, you have to deal with extra carbon monoxide mm-hmm. that comes. That is what it feels like sometimes, and the big tech. That is what it's currently feeling like in Kenya with mm. Meta, mm. and uh, they are having a legal battle with mm. uh, one of their employees. But it does feel like oh, it's a side effect of whatever it is they've become. <laughs> so yeah, well, you, I understand. Yeah, Bolu has more details on that. So let's, yeah. that is part of the context we're going to use to drive this case for mm. big tech. Yeah, so still on big tech, right? So Meta is having facing some legal issues in Kenya. So what happened was that um, global rights group are calling for Meta to like reduce their or stop their attempts to silence a particular South African whistleblower, um, Daniel, I hope I don't know that his name, mm. <laughs> Motwang. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so they want them to stop, you know, trying to stop this person from whistleblowing. So what happened with Daniel Motwang is um, he was trying to, he was fired for trying to like create um unionization efforts in mm. meta in kenya and wow. the reason why he wanted to do this was because um he, he he had he complained that they were forced to you know watch because what what he was actually doing in kenya was that um they actually um they did departments in those uh, social media companies that actually oversee the kind of content that goes mm. live. So they watch it first before those content Whether goes live. Flag yeah. it or not. So he's saying they were forced to watch, you know, content that were you know, that basically gave them PTSD, rapes, beheadings, and they did not provide first was after watching things like that, they don't compensate you adequately. And aside from them not compensating you adequately they do not provide you with support after seeing things like that. Mm. Mm. So he tried to rally, you know, a union for so that Meta would do the needful and not, you know, and not just let them see these things and just, you know, cast them aside. So he was fired. The issue actually tra- started in, it, it happened in May, May this year. And now... A lot of um, labor, according to Cards Africa, actually, they're saying over 80 labor organizations from across the world are like backing this, what he was actually trying to do. Mm. So, um, but Meta is fighting back, obviously. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So, what, what is Meta saying? Exactly? Meta is saying, well, it happened in Kenya. We are not, we are not localized in Kenya. We are not a Kenyan <laughs> So, you basically cannot sue us <laughs> for anything okay. and that's not the only thing they're saying they're also saying you signed an nda to do this right and i spoke to our producer who if you don't know is also a lawyer and she's saying there are cases where you can sign she documents. licensed 
Please she, move she, on. She's called to. She was. She's called. Uh uh-uh. uh. What was his beef? Please. Please sue him. If you don't know, Chingazim, I don't know. Please sue Chingazim. Mention the producer's name. Onome. Yes. So she said, you know, it's possible that you could have signed documents and, you know, which basically waive your rights in case you do not like what. But there are cases where someone that is making you, the person that made you sign that document does not, knows that you do not understand the contents of that document. Mm intentionally does not really want you to know so that you sign that document and mm. in cases like that you actually have some form of right like you can actually go to court mm. but even with that they see this clause of facebook saying hey i'm not kenyan so people are mm. so <laughs> people she, are you can see one, when uh, let's say meta wants to open something in kenya tomorrow and the mm. government are frustrating them i can understand but then <laughs> what what this brings to mind are the at the what are they called these social media bills and stuff that wants to make, okay, to make like Nigerian yes. so like um Nista mm, mm. code of code of what's it? Is it code, code of, of practice? Co- code, code of practice, practice right? Yes, that is even big, that, big yeah. text to mm-hmm. be registered under the corporate affairs commission and have a, an office in the country as mm. well as a compliance or licensing officer. Right, official rather. So I understand the fact uh, why this is important at this particular moment because for Meta to be coming from that angle mm. that you can't sue them because they are not locally um, established in your... But, but you, you, are these... Wait, to start with, are these gig workers? No, okay. So they are not gig workers. So the thing is, Facebook actually has a contractor that mm. actually gets these people they are gig workers. to do. So they? They are, the they company sound, is called like Summer. It. Sounds so, like it's like... So why are they forcing people to watch videos like that? What, what so, happened so to I all the think, AI, so I don't, data, science, I don't think blah, 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 it's, blah. It's, it's forced. So that, that word force, you know, in this context, it's... Um, there are a lot of questions to use because like I said, this is actually what they were employed to is do. Is their job But then what these people are saying is they didn't make it clear enough that this... Is really they, they it. Okay, you didn't make it clear enough. Now that we've done it, I think to some extent we deserve some kind of therapy, something to make you get over this. Mm-hmm. And again, aside from that, I'm doing this kind of work and you're paying me, I said they pay them $2.20 an hour. $2.20. So, and you say it's not forced. So, people do outrageous things for, mm. for, so. for mega money. Or pay. Yes, yes. You yes. get. But I understand the pain. I understand the fact that they might have been deceived or some sort of deceit in place for them yeah, to that sign that kind of contract. Clarification. Or they didn't do enough w- en- enough research about what it means to be a fact checker mm. or a content moderator. Uh, moderator. Yeah. You understand? And I am wondering again why is Facebook using people and not AI? Like, why do we even have these jobs? No, so first of all, I think so far many companies, like m- a lot of these companies, have oversold what AI is capable of doing. What AI is capable of doing so far, so good, right? Mm. AI is still they've there's been a lot of progress, but for me, I still think it's still in the early stages, right? The very very idea of AI 
uh, artificial general intelligence, mm. uh, all those theories that Asimov brought in the 90s, mm. we are far off from that yes. particular kind of AI that mm-hmm. if you are chatting, so the idea is if I and Chikuzerim are talking and there's a box separating us, sorry, if there's a box separating us and there's an AI that is on the other side, mm-hmm. I should not be able to tell that I'm chatting with an artificial okay. intelligence. I would think it's a human being. Mm-hmm. So we've, we're not there yet. And right. human beings are so, so creative. Mm. <laughs> that they circumvent, they go around it. So the yeah. AI will naturally flag some kind of things that mm. are very obvious. Mm-hmm. But It rem- reminds me of um, during the anti-SAS protest in Nigeria when Facebook was flagging any... Um, that picture of oh, Nigerian, answers, uh, that picture that Nigerian of Nigerian flag with, flag blood. with yeah. blood, yes, until they were approached and they stopped flagging it, of mm. course, because it has probably had some features. I could, uh, okay, I could still be a conspiracy theorist and say it's, it's actually people that were flagging that content moderators. Contractors exactly. In that's what I'm it trying to say. actually be humans, mm-hmm. not AI. No, we know that we knew that that was not that they were they were humans. I think they released the or they gave oh. a response when they were questioned. Okay. Then, right? Okay. That yes, they were humans that were there that were reporting that this is this this content should be mm. flagged until they were approached just so that why how is this a um, a content that should be flagged? You get so. This is me addressing the fact that is why should this be a job for people? You mm. get mm. it's people that will still do it. Yeah. Well, coming from the angle that they are requesting, I don't think I don't think it's too much for them to have access to some packages True. that that compensate them for whatever trauma they have to mm. go through. Yeah. But then I think why I'm are they not that they are not they are the not contractor. Why are these? Why is this um, person not seeing the contractor? <laughs> Since Meta is their employer, as they are made to believe, but for me, they are gig workers. So if I'm an NNPC contractor and I have issues, I'll go directly to go see you, NNPC, instead of seeing the... Big, it's a big name. So that's, 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 how name close, that's how close you can get to your compensation. Yeah, but again, this thing has happened before and it wasn't necessarily the... That, it happened in the US and it was not necessarily the contractors that were sued. So when it happened... Facebook actually had to pay an eighty million dollar settlement. I mean, Meta had to pay an eighty million oh, dollar. Yeah, settlement. we didn't even mention that Meta is Facebook. For those who don't know, okay. Yeah, yeah so Meta is like the parent company for Facebook, Facebook WhatsApp, WhatsApp, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, so Meta had to pay an eighty million dollar settlement, which again that makes you now think that okay, maybe. Meta is actually guilty of these things and they just feel they can get away with it because of that clause that they are not a Kenyan company. So, I mean, ideally, I have never worked with a big tech company, but I'm thinking for things like this, where you can't use AI, shouldn't you be using seasoned experts, psychologists, criminologists, people who you can see all those expensive. things? You want to traumatize yeah, them. But they are treating it as minor labor. <laughs> of it course, is it's labor two dollars. No. So no. How would you get so it? So it's not no, you can't get a psychologist to be looking at gory images. Which psychologist images. you pay a professional that you pay two dollars? How many, do you, so do is, how many do you want to wire? How many do you want to wire? Okay. Yes. To watch hours of content. <laughs> right. Or read hours in front of, of content. It. Okay. On that note, we're going to be ending this uh, discussion. It's really interesting. And if, if we're given the time, we'll spend the whole day 
discussing yeah. this yeah. whole content moderation thing. But for our listeners out there, I think the content the content moderation starts with you. Be mindful of what you post on social media. True. The internet never forgets. Number one mm-hmm. and number two, you could be harming someone else. You could be harming a friend, a family member, or a minor, or a minor. Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of young people are on social media these days. So content moderation starts with you. And uh, as a company, also, there's also some responsibility on your part on the kind of things you put out to your customers so that there's no there's there's limited panic. So you know what you put out. You're very, very careful in your wording. And that's why we did the Tema Elevate conference. And you can find all the materials, all the resources from the event. You can go to our YouTube channel and techpoint africa techpoint africa youtube channel and you can see everything right on there and of course don't forget the story on amazon we'd like to know what you think instagram on linkedin and uh big shout out to all our listeners uh we're seeing your response we're seeing your comments and uh yes uh, you guys are giving us the impetus to keep on going right thanks for the encouragement to keep, to keep, you know, to keep on improving Yes, I'm even. Oh, wait, okay. There's no time. Yes. So, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, and uh, where can you find this podcast? Well, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hiat Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. Yes, we're wondering what's happening. You can see his face. This is the best part for him. He looks forward to it. I'm always. All the story will be like, before you finish talking on this, it's like, I can do my hand up. Okay, people. Yeah, so say bye bye to the camera. Bye. Yeah, blocking my face. <laughs> <laughs> you never say that. Okay. You don't want it to see your face. That's, that's the thing. That's good.